Portions of this program may be pre recorded. All engines running, commit liftoff. Hey, welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And we will be sure to answer your questions the next time we are in the studio. Um, but with that being said, today's Wednesday. And what's been going on in the news today, Doug? Well, my gosh, there is a lot going on. By the way, yesterday, the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain became just the third and fourth Arab countries to establish diplomatic relations with Israel. Did you know that? Yeah. They were only third and fourth. Uh, Egypt was back in 1979 and mm-hmm. Jordan was in 94 and you, you, you would think that it would be a pretty big deal, but people haven't really been talking about it that much. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. The middle East, uh, when you consider everything going on and, um, you know, uh, if, if you are into Israel, which I am, I mean, that's, it's always a good deal. They've been fighting for thousands and thousands of years so uh you know people are going is this the end times the <laughs> peace is you know yeah it, peace in the middle east that's one of the the signs of the end times you know you hear a lot of the prophetic stuff so uh anyway that was going on another thing came up i was just with uh john heinzel who's a swat guy and uh i told uh john back in uh, march Early March, March 5th, uh, I did a wedding. Uh, I married his son and his daughter-in-law, and I told him then that there was this virus was human. This was not a natural-born mm-hmm. pathogen, and everybody was joking. And then Tom Cotton was talking about it, uh, and he was made fun of. People vilified him and said he's a kook because it's just a you know, it's just a virus. Yeah. And then I don't know if you saw last night, there was a virologist from Wuhan who was one of the first ones to work on it, who escaped the country. And now she's in fear for her life. She's in hiding, but she's coming out now publicly saying this was not, uh, the, the, the virus that, uh, came from the bat was genetically altered. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, they had things put in it that, because the bat um, gene, that that gene that caused that virus could not be transmitted from a bat to a human. But because of, they put, they put stuff in it, now it could be, and they did it with the express purpose of hurting people and specifically hurting the United States. Why? Because they're communists, Mm -hmm. because they're socialists and Marxists, and they don't care it's like Russia. I was telling the guys this morning, a lot of people don't realize how brutal communist regimes are, yeah. whether it's Pol Pot or Stalin. It doesn't, you don't, it doesn't matter who 
the people are. These people are brutal. The Russians back in the, uh, I think it was like World War II or right after World War II, sent hundreds and thousands of its own people into a nuclear blast zone immediately after the blast to see what the the thing, how it would affect them. Mm. I mean, just they sent people to their deaths because they wanted to use them. I mean, that that's because they don't value life. Yeah. There's no value of life there. So anyway, uh, that came out last night. And Do you I think, think we're going go to go? I think that's a pretty big thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's bioterrorism is what it is. It's like a, a, that's an act of war. I was just about to ask, do you think we're going to be? I don't know. I think it's certainly an act of war, what they did, and they've denied it. And here's the, the crazy part. I mean, I know, and, you know, by the way, if you're just tuning into SWAT, we, we are going through the book of Hebrews, but the first segment of our program, we always kind of talk about what's going on in the news and what's happening in our news and just from a biblical worldview, how we respond to it. But, you know, the that changes a lot. I mean, it doesn't change for Christians, I mean, how we respond to it, but it just changes in our understanding. This was not, this was, if if it would have came out from the very beginning that China released a virus to try to kill people and hurt us economically and hurt us as a nation, think about how different everybody would have viewed everything over the last five months if that information would have been known. Well, I mean, it was, it was, it was I mean, it known, was, it, well, of, it know. wasn't, but what I'm saying though, it was, a, we, people generalized it and they knew it came from them, but I'm talking about a malicious mm. intent. There's a difference between working on something and it getting out of a lab, which is what a lot of people wanted to believe and maliciously letting something go to hurt another country and cre- think about how many people have died. Yeah. And, you know, uh, one doctor said, this this thing is bizarre because it, it's like no other virus that's ever been studied. Mm. It goes into your body like a cold virus, but then when it gets in there, it clots your blood. Mm. It does all kinds of things inside your your body to organs and things that other viruses that are cold viruses don't do. Mm. Coronavirus has been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it, it, that's a common cold virus, but the, but the COVID-19 is what made it different. And then, um, the, uh, the, the response to that, they haven't been able to figure out everything about it. That's why, you know, they say, don't wear masks, wear masks. Mm-hmm. You can get it by this. You can't get it by this. So we don't know. And the bottom line for us as believers is we live by faith. We live by trust. We're, we know God's sovereign and, um, and the the other truth is is that the very 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 few people that get it are dying from it. We do mm-hmm. know that, and it and it continues to um, mutate and I think lessen too. Um, but you know, it's just I just listened to that poor lady last night, and I'm thinking this lady's a dead lady. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. If if the things she's saying are true, and and she appeared to be telling the truth based on just her you know, demeanor and, yeah. and the way she was talking, uh, her life's in, definitely in danger Yeah, because she worked on it and she's one of the few people that did it. So I bet she's in a pretty secure location. Here. Yeah. I would, uh, I wonder where, like, I would imagine she's somewhere in the United States. Oh, right? she is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She is. Yeah. She, she is most definitely. 
So that that was just one thing that you know we we saw uh, in the news. I was I was just kind of taken back. Uh, John MacArthur was on several news channels talking mm-hmm. about the church and talking about what they're doing out there and they're continuing to meet. And I, you know, he, he made a statement I thought was pretty interesting that, you know, the apostle Paul, when he went to new cities, he never really checked out the hotels or the, mm. they didn't have hotels, but you know, the, yeah. the guest room, he usually checked out the jail cause I knew where he was going to be. Mm. And I wonder how many people listening would follow Jesus if they knew it meant jail time for them, if they knew it meant really having their freedom taken away, their property taken away, like we talked about in Iran, yeah, uh, you know, uh, uh, or Iraq. If you uh, ha- want to join those churches, you sign a form that say you're willing for that to happen. So um, anyway, I just I, I thought that was uh, – interesting we do you still, think that they're going to um eventually arrest john MacArthur? or do you think it, that'll be too hot for them no as as i don't think they'll do it i don't think they will uh i don't think they will broach that because it would it would create a backlash i yeah. believe against them i i do think they're going to try to find them and i think they're going to continue to try to do that stuff but uh continue to pray for pastor MacArthur and that church and and all the churches out there mm-hmm. that are dealing with that dealing with the fires they're dealing with uh, uh leaders in government who reject god and not only reject god they celebrate those that reject god yeah um pray for the residents over in mississippi and alabama louisiana the gulf coast area uh hurricane sally uh, you can see pictures of flooding. I don't know. I mean, they've getting a lot of water. They're mm-hmm. setting some spots 35 inches of rain oh, wow. in 24 hours. So continue to pray for them, uh, those people over there. Um, you know, people, people, when it's only a Category 2, they kind of mm-hmm. take their pack off a little bit. But the, the flooding is very dangerous. Yeah. People try to drive through culverts or things mm-hmm. that they think they can and they get end up swept away so be careful and uh, just continue to pray for them and uh pray for the leaders of our country too. pray for wisdom i i just we are at a time where my wife said it uh, we were talking about the whole macarthur thing and really we're at a time where there you're going to see more and more of a difference between um between those who are his, mm-hmm. uh, those who are really followers of Jesus, and those who are posers, yeah. I believe. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Customs agents seized half a million counterfeit masks from China. <laughs> counterfeit masks. Huh? Yeah, they don't meet the safety standards. Now, listen. This this is almost absurd if you stop and think about it, that you're buying masks from a country that released <laughs> yeah. a bioterroristic weapon into our country that the mask is supposed to protect you from. So what kind of guidelines do you think they're using on those masks that they're selling you? Yeah. I mean, you think about that. That's just insane. Would, mm-hmm. <laughs> would you, if I tried to hurt you and I said, hey, I want to sell you this, are you going to then buy something from me? Nope. <laughs> See, it's ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway... 
That's called wisdom, folks. <laughs> All right, stick with us. We will be back with more after the break. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Sky traced out by the city lights, my world from a mile high. Best seat in the house tonight. Touchdown in the cold black top. Hold on for the sudden stop. Breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos. All those people going somewhere. Why have I never cared? Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes so I can see Yeah 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 Step out on a busy street See a girl in our eyes meet Does her best to smile at me To hide what's underneath There's a man just to right Black suit and a bright red tie That is Give Me Your Eyes by Brandon Heath Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, we uh, took the first segment, as we do, um, to talk about some of the news of the day. Um, And we will be getting into our overview, our rundown, our review of Hebrews um, after the summer break. Uh, But I think there's a few things more that we're going to talk about uh, as far as news of the day. Well, uh, there was a thing, um, there was a, a thing out in, uh, Seattle, you know, where Apple is giving Seattle investigators iCloud data oh. that belonged to rioters who were accused of setting police cars on fire. That's a shift because mm. Apple in the past hasn't, have not done yeah. that. And I think one of the things that's happening in the tech world is Apple, Facebook, Twitter, even though they still are doing a lot of stuff to squelch mm-hmm. voices, 
they're realizing that if they don't, if they keep doing that kind of stuff, they're going to, where they won't help law enforcement, they're going to get, they're going to get a big backlash as from the government restricting them and taking Mm -hmm. away some of their tax exempt stuff or some of that stuff. So, but I, I'll tell you the thing that struck me about that Taylor is everything we do on our phone or computers is always there. Mm. People think because they erase it, because they get rid of it, it's not, it's there. It leaves a footprint. It leaves evidence there. And, and it's there and they're pulling it from the iCloud. They're pulling, which is scary yeah. that they can pull pictures that you try to wash off your they phone. Can, they can pull so much. I, I don't know if you've, uh, there's a new Netflix documentary out um, called The Social Dilemma. And it's about uh, like people who you know had worked in the tech, tech industry talking about the amount of data that they gather from uh, us as individuals and how they manipulate you to change the way that you think on things, how they manipulate you to keep being on the apps and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Okay, so next time, just start talking about something you want to go shopping for. This will scare you. You just start talking about this. And then go on social media and you'll start getting ads about what you talked about. Now, that's what's scary to me because you didn't even search for it. You just talked about it. Yeah. Now, how do they know? Like, how how are they aware? Because your phone. Big Brother's always yeah, watching. Your yeah. camera, your microphone. Uh, it's some weird stuff mm-hmm. going on. I don't know all the things in there, but I know this, that. If it's electronic, it's recordable, mm-hmm. and and they they get that stuff, and it's just it's crazy. I got a couple of friends that won't even have a smartphone; they only got a flip phone. Uh, the old flip phones yeah. were they just you know they or, don't they don't want it. They uh, don't want to. They want a computer to talk. Yeah, I think that's pretty smart. And you know, I've obviously been head, headed uh, down that road, kind of myself. Uh, but. I think we ought to go back to the old rotaries, man. <laughs> there you Just go. do the old rotaries. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, uh, I, I'm glad you joined us today. You know, if you're just tuning in to SWAT Radio, we are about practical and relevant biblical truth. And we're teaching through Hebrews. And I'm doing a review this week because we, we've we covered the first 10 chapters. And uh, we are all the way up through 1025. And next week we're going to be covering what I come or I'm covering at SWAT this week. And well, you can join us at uh, Jumpin' Jack's House of Food in the morning at 6.30 a.m. if you want to uh, for that SWAT group meeting or Friday at the Village Inn or tomorrow night at 7 p.m. I'm doing a SWAT Zoom where I'll be talking about what is an apostate. Mm. And there's it's the word apostate is only used twice in the New Testament. But the concept is there, and there's several apostates in the New Testament. And uh, there's apostates in the Old Testament. So I think King Saul is an apostate. Mm. Um, in the New Testament, the most famous one is Judas, right? Yeah. And so uh, we're going to be talking about that next week on air here, but in the Bible study this week. So if you want to, you can join us. By the way, I want to mention, if you go to any Jumpin' Jack's House of Food, whether the one at the beach or the one on San Jose, the one downtown, 
mention SWAT radio, they'll give you 15% off, which is an awesome deal. And don't, isn't uh, SWAT 15 the code if you're ordering an app? Yep. If yeah. you're ordering, uh, doing a pre-order to go in and pick it up, and it's got a place for a code, put in SWAT15, they give you 15% off. Thank you, Howdy, for that, for all the SWAT listeners. But uh, we're going to jump back into Hebrews um, and uh, just um, look at this review. We got up, what, through five, six yesterday? What, we got through the third warning, I think. Uh, I think we got through the third warning yesterday. The book of Hebrews is made up of uh, five warnings. It was written to three groups of people that made up a uh, faith community. Group one was people who were intellectually bought in and they were all in with their heart, but they were struggling. And so the letter was written to encourage them to remain firm, stand firm in Christ. Uh, The second group were intellectually bought in people, but not with their heart. They were the people that were wanting to go back to the Jewish sacrificial system and depart from Christ then um, not not accept him as the one true sacrifice. And then the third group, they're still trying to figure it out. But the second group had knowledge. The second group had received knowledge. They knew who Jesus was, and some of them were starting to reject him. And so that's what a, a apostate is. And so we are going to look at that um next week but we had gotten through the first three warnings the way the book's laid out it's a teaching and a warning teaching warning so in chapter two the first warning was don't drift from the message about jesus chapter two chapter two it was uh is that message chapter three is the warning uh of don't harden your heart don't let your heart be hard and there's an example given from psalm 95 where the children of Israel were always being accused of being stubborn and having a hard heart. So the writer's telling them, don't harden your heart against this message. Let it be tender toward Jesus. Know what this message is and stay soft towards it because God's being merciful to you to even give it to you. And he goes through that in chapter 3. In chapter 5 and 6, is the third warning where he says, don't waver. He says, by now you should be teachers of the law, but instead I have to keep, you You keep desiring milk. Well, think about it. Do, do you see 22-year-olds wanting to have milk? Mm. I'm not talking about a glass of milk yeah. with cookies. I'm talking about, do you see 26-year-olds wanting to have milk? for their meals, just milk. No, they move on. And he uses that example because he's saying, by now you should be eating solid food, but instead you can't. And he's saying, you're not there. You're, you got, you got to let God have your whole heart, be all in with him. You can't give him part of your heart. You have to give it all. And, and so that was the third warning in five and six. Then we talked about Melchizedek in chapter seven, or did we do? Yeah, we, we did. Uh, being a king priest, and chapter eight is really a discussion of the old covenant and the new covenant. The old covenant was a primer, kind of like a, and by primer I mean it was like a, a like the ABCs, whereas the new covenant was 
the collegiate level reading. It was the Old Testament was pictures. You start off teaching kids to read with picture books, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's what the Old Testament was. There were these patterns and shadows and pictures of what was to come. And then the new covenant was the actual fulfillment of all that stuff. And so that's what he goes through in chapter 8 and chapter 9. He just kind of elucidates on that. And uh, we're going to really look at what some of the benefits of the new covenant versus the old covenant. And one of the things that he says about the new covenant uh, versus the old covenant in chapter 9 is the old covenant had gave us a limited accessibility to the Father. The people of Israel brought a sacrifice once a year to be atone, have their sins atoned for. And so it only provided a limited covering. It never gave a cleansing. Mm. With Jesus, you're cleansed from your sins. Once you trust Christ, it's it's... And the best way to think about it, have you ever had a loan that had to go into forbearance? Uh, no. All right. You know what forbearance is? Yeah. So basically, because of COVID, some people have been able to let their home loans go into forbearance. And what that means is they put off their payments. It's not really due uh, until the bank says it's due, mm-hmm. right? Well, what the... What the old covenant did was gave us a forbearance, a temporary relief of guilt looking forward to Christ. When Christ came, that debt was paid. And so the old covenant provided that limited covering, but it wasn't really a truly a cleansing. The new covenant, though, basically gave us the reality that was pictured in the Old Testament tabernacle and the temple worship. And the old covenant, you do this, I provide this. In the new covenant, he says, I have provided this. Now go do this. Mm. See the difference Mm -hmm. in those two? They both were dependent upon faith, but they were just a different function. And so when we come back, I want to get into chapter 10 and what chapter 10 reveals about our problem and God's solution, the benefits we have, and then what he calls us to do okay all right so stick with us we will be back with more after the news we'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors ace door and window as well as a special thanks to our sponsors tom neal trucking and our sponsor jeff andrews of highway to eternity ministries if you would like to sponsor the program please email us at doug at swatradio.com that's doug at swatradio.com you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That's at SWAT Radio Talk. We'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia, listening at the Lighthouse, as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, listening on WNER. You are listening to SWAT Radio. We will be back with more after the news. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice of the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker if you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a prison shaking savior. If you got chains, 
just joining us we have been going uh over hebrews um a quick overview um of what we already covered to get us ready for uh diving back into hebrews after our absence or our, our, uh, our hiatus from it uh, over the summer our hiatus that sounds like we went awol or something man <laughs> well i thought absence sounded worse so um, our, how about our break there, i like okay, our break there, yeah. it was a little break over the summer uh but no we're i'm glad to be back in it was a good Today, the, the apostate lesson today from 10, yeah, from 10, um, 26 through 39 was very sobering and it comes on the heels of what I'm going to share on today, uh, about the first part of 10. And, uh, and, you know, I know John, I appreciate you calling in, wanting to know about the SWAT groups. Uh, they're on the website. There is one update that needs to be updated. We've been having some problems with that, and I'm trying to get that updated. But here's the deal. <clears throat> Every Wednesday we meet at 6.30 a.m. at Woody's Barbecue on Wednesday morning. Then we meet at noon, 12 noon, here at the Salem Center, 7235 Bonneville Road. If you go to SWATradio.com, it's got the address for Bonneville Road or for SWAT here. We meet here for lunch. Then Thursday morning, 6.30 a.m., we meet at Jumpin' Jack's House of Food. If those don't work for you on Thursday nights at 7 p.m., there is a SWAT Zoom call that you must be invited to. You can't just, you, there's no way to get to it unless you get an invitation. The only way to get an invitation is send an email to Doug at SWATradio.com and ask for an invitation, and I will send you an invitation to that. Um, and then Friday morning down in St. Augustine, we do a SWAT at 9 p.m. or 9 a.m., not p.m., 9 a.m., sorry, at the Village Inn, 9 a.m. So those are the meetings. There's five meetings, two on Wednesday, two on Thursday, one on Friday. And then there is a SWAT also out in um, Colorado that Rich Griffith leads, but they're doing Zoom now too. But, um, yeah, so hopefully that answers your question, John. And, John, if you have any questions, you can email me at Doug at SWATradio.com. I'm happy to respond. Uh, so I want to get back, Taylor, to Chapter 10 of Hebrews that we kind of been working up through. And the first part of 10 really deals with the whole issue that the law – and when I say the law, I'm talking about that old system mm -hmm. in the Old Testament couldn't bring us into God's presence. It says uh, the animal, animal sacrifices, the blood of bulls and goats uh, can't take away our sin. They can't. 
And and so those are just temporary reminders of the cost of sin, and it offered a covering versus a cleansing like I talked about. Mm-hmm. And so that's our problem. That's a big problem for the Old Testament people, right? I mean, like they they were looking forward to Messiah coming because they knew there would be a day that their sins would be cleansed. Well, the solution was Jesus did what God desired from every worshiper in the Old Covenant. What he wanted and he, what he still wants is obedience. Obedience is the benchmark for showing the faith demonstrated in your life. Jesus was the only sacrifice and is the only sacrifice acceptable to God. But to say that you've received that, that you have faith in them, yet you don't obey him, is a lie. doesn't mean that you're perfect, but it means that your desire is to obey him because of what he did and who he is. He's a king. He's a priest. And the gospel is this. The, the, the word gospel, euangelion, means good news. It means something that was only proclaimed. That word was only used when an emperor was coronated, when a new emperor was born, or an emperor had a great military victory. And that's the word used to describe what Jesus did. And and what he did was to make it possible for you and I to be in a right relationship with God, the one true living God creator. Our sins were forgiven, and we were giving a new life on the inside, Uh, not our physical life, but our spiritual life. We were reborn on the inside because Jesus said, I'm going to die on a cross. Anybody that trusts me, that believes in me, not just in the facts about me, not just in what I do, but whoever believes in me and receives me, that person would be called a child of God, and I'm going to give them this new life. And so what benefits do we get for really following him? Well, for most people, they think, well, if I follow Jesus, I go to heaven. That's really all they think about, but it's much more than that. We are freed forever from the guilt of sin. Can you imagine that? I mean, you uh, no matter how many times you blow it, no matter what you do, his blood covers it all. There's nothing that you can actually do once you're his child to make him not forgive your sin, mm. except reject him totally, yeah. which is... You don't want it, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're freed from ever. Now, in the old temple system, the way it worked is before you went in to where the first thing you did was a sacrifice, you had to go through a linen wall. That linen wall was really symbolic of the separation between a holy God and an unholy man. But that's done away with. The need for a priest, done away with. He is the priest. Mm-hmm. Who, who is the one sacrifice, he sat down. No priest ever sat down in the Holy of Holies. He sat down because his work was finished when he died on the cross. The Holy of Holies, the curtain is gone. When Jesus was crucified, it tore from top to bottom, not bottom up. It wasn't ripped. It was torn from top to bottom. Mm. And um, so we're freed forever. Second, benefit of being in christ and having that right relationship with god the father through him is 
we're set apart and sanctified forever. That word sanctified is a spiritual term, but what it really means is we're growing forever as his set apart people. So if you can't look back over the last five years and see growth, you better start examining yourself to see if you're in the faith. Is there anything in the plant or animal kingdom, Taylor, that you could look at and look at over a five to 10 year period and see no growth? Uh, that's living. I don't, I can't, that's the key word living, right? Mm -hmm. It's alive. So if you have a dead faith, it's really no faith at all. And so sanctified forever, we're freed forever. We're secured forever. Listen to what he says in verse 13 and 11 of 10, I mean, through 13. Every priest stands daily at his service, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet. For by single offering, he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. You know what that word perfected is? It's the word telos, from which we get the word tetelostai. You know what tetelostai means? It is finished in Greek. It means it is finished or the debt is paid. Mm. So we are secured forever. We are secure, absolutely secure. So we're freed forever, sanctified forever, secured forever, perfected forever. He said in verse 14, his death was perfect. We can't add anything to it. It is finished. And so because of that, because of those things, we have access to God, the one true living God, the one creator God. We have access. We have confidence to go in front of him. And that's what he says up in verse 19. He says, therefore, and anytime you see that, it means everything that you just got through talking about. Because of that, he says, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, how do we go in? We go in by the blood of Jesus because of that, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain that is through his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, he says, let us draw near. Let us draw near. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance. So he's saying, because that, let us draw near. We have 24-7 access to God. Let us draw near. This is our response to God. And what it means is intimacy with him, faith. That's what that's what the whole thing is. Because he's our priest and king, we have faith, okay? Okay? And, uh, and so... Next, he says, hold fast. Not only let us draw near with a true heart, he says, but let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. That That's our response to the world. So we draw near to him. That's intimacy with God. That's faith. Second, we respond to the world. We trust in him in the midst of our circumstances. That's hope. Faith and hope. And then he says, consider how to stimulate one another, respond to one another. We live for him with love. So that's the faith 
hope and love mm. that Paul talks about in Corinthians. So anyway. All right, so stick with us. We will be back with more from Hebrews after the break. Uh, We want to give a shout-out to our local listeners listening here in Jacksonville at 91.7, in St. Augustine at 91.9, and in Folkestone, Georgia at 91.3. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. We have been talking about uh, Hebrews, going uh, uh, overview of Hebrews, getting ready um, to dive back into it after the summer break uh, next week. Um, so if you would like to join us and talk about that or talk about what we talked about in the first segment, which is pretty much the news of the day, you can call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at swatradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. You know, I, I do want to make a comment about verse 25 and 10. And I, I think it's something that we have written off, and I know there will be people that may have issues with this, but I don't care. It's okay. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I, I care that I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm just saying that I think it's, it's in his word. So it's truth, right? Yeah. He says, let us consider how to stir one, one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as of the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. The day drawing near is the day of his return, right? Mm -hmm. He says, don't neglect meeting together. You see, some people had got in the habit of not meeting. And throughout history, the church, even back as, as, as early as during the Roman period, when the plagues hit Rome, mm -hmm. that you know who you know who was caring for the sick no and risking their lives to go and care for people who were dying because their own relatives would not risk getting close to them. The Christians. Mm -hmm. There's a book called Christians and Plagues. Go back and read that book. I mean, it's um, it talks about the Christians and how they they were known. For their loving people, even in the midst of a pandemic. And you just have to wonder, where is that today? Yeah. We have so idolized fear mm -hmm. and allowed people to create fear for us that we forget about the sovereignty of God. We forget about his desire for us to meet together. And we say, well, we're meeting on Zoom. How are we communicating on Zoom? How how does a church of 50,000 people, there's churches that have 50,000 people, how is a church like that meeting? How are those people, those small groups, really meeting and having interaction? Yeah. You know, uh, uh, for months, not just for a little while. We're talking for months we've been doing that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of churches still aren't meeting. They haven't met since March, April, May, June, July, August. Now we're six months into it. Some of them say they're not meeting till January 2021. So my question is, when it says let's hold fast and let us consider how to stir one another up. And it says not neglecting to meet. I think John MacArthur's right. I know there's people that have a beef with what he's saying. Mm -hmm. And they're saying we got to be loving to our neighbor by not meeting. How mm -hmm. is that loving your neighbor? Really? Yeah. How is that loving your neighbor? Well, you say we're not being super spreaders. Of what? You know, what, what he said is one one hundredth of one percent of people get COVID. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, you know, I, I know that there are people out there and, and there, there are going to be some people that get it. But there's going to be people that get it, whether they meet at a church or whether they go to the Target. People, listen, I go to Target, I go to Academy Sports, I go to some of these stores there's hundreds of people in there. Mm -hmm. People are going to the grocery stores. They're doing everything else, but we're not assembling together. I, I, I just, I still don't understand that. I don't, I, you know, I, I struggle with it personally. I don't know if you do. I, I, I just really struggle because I think 
you know, when you first don't know and everything, yeah, but when you start allowing other people to do things, you allow businesses to do things, you allow it, this is not a lockdown. It's a lockdown of churches. Mm-hmm. I mean, my kids are going to school now. Yep. They go into school five days a week, but we can't meet as a church. That's just insane, and it's targeting to me. It's yeah. like one group of people. You know, they're limiting to do that. So I'm. I don't know. I'm. I know I'm ranting a little bit, but that that Bible says that we should not neglect to meet together there's a reason god wants us to meet together for encouragement there there are people whose lives are really falling apart depression is skyrocketing people are dealing with medical illnesses and they are not being around other people Mm -hmm. suicides yeah a Mm -hmm. lot there's so much happening uh drug abuse Mm -hmm. alcohol abuse all up but we're safe we're home, and we're in our little bubble. And Christians were never designed to be in a bubble, ever, 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 ever. And so, um, you know, uh, I, I just I see that in Scripture, and I think when when are when are leaders going to step start stepping up and say it? And I'm glad MacArthur's doing. It. I'm glad he's taking a stand. I stand mm-hmm. with him. I stand with him and say, "Come on, church." Let's stand up and lead. You know, let's lead. Let's lead and say, you know what? We trust in a sovereign God. We will meet, we will sing, and we will trust. Yeah. You know. And just just be authentic to the Christian faith um and you know what what the Bible says. Um and it for me, you know, you're talking about uh, struggling with that my struggle has been not to be uh angry uh, at church leaders for what to me seems like cowardice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, and I know that's maybe a, uh, a harsh thing to say, but that's what it seems like to me because, uh, like you say, um, historically looking at the church and plagues and, um, sickness, it, yeah. ha- it hasn't been like this and th- th- this has not been our response. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty upsetting for me. Well, uh, and, and there's a book by uh, by a guy named Stark, Rodney Stark, called The Triumph of Christianity. And in that book, I want to read a quote. He's talking about when the plagues hit Rome. Mm. He says, at the first onset of the disease, they, the pagans, the people that believed in idols, pushed sufferers away and they fled from their dearest throwing them into the roads before they were dead, and they treated unburied corpses as dirt, hoping to avert the spread and contagiousness of the fatal disease. But do what they might, they found it difficult to escape. Christians, though, met the obligation to care for the sick rather than desert them. They saved enormous numbers of lives. Uh, I mean, he, he goes on to say that, most of the stricken Christians survived. The people who were Christian that got the diseases survived, most of them. And they were an incredible witness to all those around them because of their love and care for people. And, you know, I think about all, think about um, a couple of months ago, all the people that have died alone in a mm. hospital room, 
yeah. with nobody to pray with them, nobody to care for them. They wouldn't even let chaplains in there to pray with them. Um, you know, so mm. it's just you, you think about that. Again, the name of the book is Rodney Stark, The Triumph of Christianity. And, you know, he just talks about how Christians responded during those Roman plagues. And I, I just, I, I don't know. I read that in Hebrews chapter 10 about not assembling. And I think we have bought into this stuff hook, line and sinker across this country. And, and I think it's hurt the church. Yeah. Uh, And I also think it's exposed the church too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what you said that about not having chaplains in, um, that kind of touched me because my, uh, my grandfather, when my dad was young, he died of, uh, colon cancer. Um, and he was not a Christian until, uh, he was on his deathbed because yeah. someone came and, and shared the gospel with him, something that he hadn't heard before. And because of that, my grandmother became a Christian. Um, my dad and his siblings became Christians and I'm a Christian today because of that. And you know, how many people have died, you know, without hearing the good news because, because we've, we've let that happen. Well, and we're not encouraging each other, right? We're, yeah. we're not meeting to encourage. So here's the thing. Practice hygiene. I'm not telling you not to practice hygiene. Listen, wash your hands, cough into your arm. If you want to do a fist bump or an elbow bump when you meet, do that. You can, you know, if if you feel convicted not to go to a public meeting that your your local authorities are saying, then don't. But if one of your Christian brothers or sisters or even a non-Christian brother uh, or somebody around you contracts the disease and needs you to serve them, Why don't you serve them? Go put Christ on display to those people. Don't let fear keep you from doing what God calls us to do. Yeah, amen. Um, You have been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. At SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That's at SWAT Radio Talk. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual